0: with key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, The Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astaryl Astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-Day Bella Grace Challenge today.
1: attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need
2: all of you to stop what you're doing and listen bring it
3: personality. A cultural personality.
4: And it's destroying our country. Ladies and gentlemen, could I please have your attention? Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been <laughs> just morning. handed this horrifying news story. Good morning. Uh huh. I just want to publicly uh, profess my overwhelming desire uh-huh to shut the uh show down and and uh, just go hug my lovely bride
5: oh you're so nice
4: yeah well i have been lacking uh, uh <laughs> physical affection here yeah. in the past couple of hours i know yeah you just walk by and wave hi I hate,
5: well that's all i can do oh you blew me
4: you're... a kiss yes I, I
5: was like
4: that's right yes I love you oh my goodness all right so, all right good morning okay. All right, listen. Great show, by the do. way. Thank you very much. Great we're gonna have America a power pack one show. here. Yeah. And this is what I'm gonna do. Because people always complain and say, Why do you owe the interrupter? Hey, listen to me, you guys have no <laughs> clue what I gotta deal with in the background. Uh, so I'm not gonna interrupt you. You you're need No, I'm not going to. Interesting. Uh, we're going to go to a bombshell interview with uh the vice president of uh of MRC. Yes. That's MRC. Big. MRC. Tell us now, what
5: that stands for.
4: Uh, Media Research Corporation. Ooh. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
4: So, Mr. Snyder, he'll be joining me, uh, and, and probably to discuss one of the most extensive articles digging into the Department of Homeland Security's indoctrination of your children. Yeah. Through the State Department.
5: Good
4: morning, Rico. Yeah. You know what Rico called me? What? Uh, no some, telling. Some. Bitch, can you repeat it? Some bitch. He uh, did. Yeah, you know what he called me, Pete Santilli Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he hyphenated me. Karen, uh, can you do hilarious. something like with your modified uh, your mod uh, your mod privileges? Can you like b- <laughs> blow up his avatar temporarily? No. No. If no he way. hyphenates my name and calls me. Uh, Santilli Jordan, do something to Rico. Can we do something <laughs> to his, his account? No? no. Just temporarily. I love we'll like, we oh, Rico. We let Rico
5: get by with more than anybody else.
4: She, huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah. When can we go see him? I'm going to go see him personally. Yeah. I huh? do too, actually. Where does he live? He live in I Cuba? I think he lives in, in... Cuba. No,
5: he doesn't. Por, Puerto Rico. He's from huh? Puerto Rico originally. Yes. Yeah, he our, lives in Arkansas. 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 He lives up there in uh, Clinton yeah. territory.
4: Yeah, he lives. don't uh, sure yeah.
5: remember when he first used to call in and tell us all about oh, yeah. what was oh, yeah. going on. That's how I got to know
4: him. Well, he says that he worked for the Air Force. He's an Air Force veteran. But yeah. I think that because he's a MENA, yeah, that's his way of saying he was <laughs> flying cocaine in and out of MENA for the Clintons. Uh,
5: no, he didn't. He didn't?
4: No. No? No. Puff, puff, Pass. <laughs> Light it we, up. We love, we love him fairly, yeah. yeah, we do. Ronna Romney, McRomney, uh, hoopty-hoo. Now, yesterday, by the way, I called it. You did? Uh, I said President Trump took out Ronna McRomney. Yeah, because... Trump ousts yeah. her and now there's an announcement that she has resigned. Can I get a super, super huge... Uh, you know what? I would say even uh, bigger than applause... Mm-hmm. Uh, can I do this?
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, you know, I gotta tell you. I mean, we're going through growing pains, uh, and the Republican Party, which I love to see. A lot of people are like, "Oh, where's the tired of the chaos?" And I'm like, "We need more chaos. We need more shakeups." Yeah. So the big question out there is who's is going to replace Ronna McDaniels?
4: You know. Who is? Well if you listen to Matt Gates, um, they're gonna bring back Mr. Stewie come lately. Um uh what the hell is his name? Yeah, Probably they're out there making
5: suggestions name. that this would be a good spot to plug Kevin McCarthy in. The
4: speaker of the louse.
5: And I'm like, no.
4: The speaker of the louse. No.
5: Uh, Because I got to tell you,
4: you know what the louse are, right?
5: Yes. Lice, Hmm? lice, a gathering of lice,
4: large gathering. (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm. So, no, no, it isn't. Uh, The the louse is like one. Lice is. Can I come over there and hug you? Right.
4: I'm sorry to interrupt you. I can.
5: I would love to have a hug, actually. Okay, I smell really good. You do? In case you want to know. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You're way over there. (laughs) <laughs> we need to move our cubicles closer.
5: Yeah, one of these days. One uh, of these days we'll sit side by side since,
4: you know. Yeah. We're doing this. Uh, okay. I'm doing a two-hour Before hour we to go to our right. interview, all right, mm-hmm. uh, I want you to give me an update on Las Vegas. Yes. And uh, let's. say uh, I, I
5: love the state. It's my second home. I love mm-hmm. it. I, w- I want to be there someday. Mm. Permanently.
4: So so yesterday. Yeah. Uh, We said that Trump ousted Ronna McRomney, right? Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. we said. Raw views. Really? I don't think he,
5: I mean, yeah, he ousted her in a way that he sat down with her and had a reasonable discussion
3: Mm.
5: with her about, you know, her, I mean, her time is up. She's been there too long and nobody has any faith or trust in her anymore. I can imagine the conversation that she's not gone completely. I mean, she is going to have... There's no doubt that he will give her a place in his administration, in his campaign. I, I, I'm I, sure he made a deal with her because that's what he does. He makes a deal. Here's the thing. Um, Matt Gates came out, not only Matt Gates, but several people uh, came out last night and said that Kevin McCarthy would be a great choice. And, you know... He is. Even you said, "Yeah, dude, he is like the Fun money raising.
4: maker." Yeah, and we're not we're not raising enough funds,
5: and that's why Rana is getting out of the picture. Mm. But it goes deeper than that. She's she is being ousted because she's done nothing. She's done nothing. Yeah. And you know, I was looking at this person online last night who she, was
4: they do like uh, gray poupon baths or something <laughs> like that. Then they have that on her what?
5: Yeah, I mean... Why are you laughing? Well, I mean, when you look at Laura Loomer, if you guys follow Laura, she has done a breakdown. She did a deep dive into uh, Ronna McDaniel, and the money that she's spending is going on flowers, uh, private jets, like travel. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also going on clothing and... We know how those flights work there if you
4: okay. follow... The Epstein model, you get a happy ending. Right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean there's all kinds of craziness that's happening with the money and she has spent a lot of it and it's people don't are really upset. Hmm. And we have somebody like uh Mr. Scott Pressler and you guys know that we've had Scott on the show a couple of times now, and we love the work that he does. So last night I'm looking and there's this conservative out there and I'm not gonna mention any names, but hmm. There's this conservative saying leave it up to the leave it up to the Republicans and the conservatives they had in quotes to want to replace Ronald McDaniel with the gayest guy in politics Mm. and they're talking about him being gay and a sissified. I mean, you wouldn't believe the how disgusting this post was, right? I was like, oh, my goodness. This kid, and he's young, right? He he has been out there working and registering people to vote. He's got this formula down, Pete. And he's actually getting people to vote Republican, something we've never seen Republicans do. And this guy's out there doing uh, I'm it.
1: Oil for- oh, and there's so a I'm loyal. lot sorry of about people- that.
5: That's okay. There's a lot of people out there who are getting behind Scott Pressler to be the one that is named... Um, you know to take the seat and and I'm hoping that happens this person was bringing up that he was like I don't know gay and insinuated that he was he liked young boys well I mean you know Scott Pressler is young and uh, you know I mean, I'm sure he dated at one point when he was young people his own age age appropriate I don't know all I know is this guy gets his job, gets the job done, and he is he's just a force, and he's full of energy, and he's young, and and I think he would be good for that seat. That's who I think would be really really good for it, and I hope that um, I hope that it happens. Um, in other news, just real quick before we go to the interview here, real fast, yesterday. The prime, Pete, Pete, remember when we were getting our marriage license and we were in the clerk's office, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And an older couple couple came in and they were very upset because uh, President Trump wasn't on the primary ballot, right? He wasn't on the primary ballot. And they were like, what is this? We want to vote for Trump. He's not even on here. There's not even you know, a place where we can fill in his name. And they explained that... In Nevada there is a primary and a caucus. And the primary and and Nikki Haley chose to do the primary. Right? Because she wanted the visualization that people loved her and she was going to blow it out of the park and and you know millions of people were going to vote for Nikki Haley in the primary. And but you don't get any delegates in the primary. So she made a she made a big mistake. Donald Trump, however, chose to to caucus instead of primary. So they candidates have a choice in Nevada whether they want a primary or caucus. Mm-hmm. So Haley chose the primary yes. and get get a popular vote and get the visual. While Trump chose to go after the delegates, he decided to do the caucus. So yesterday they voted on the primary. Nevada literally added a a checkoff that said none of the above. <laughs> Did you know this?
4: None of the above.
5: You could vote for none of the above. Nice. And guess what? Mm. Sixty over sixty percent of the people voted for none of the above.
4: Are you kidding me?
5: No, it was a blowout. Nikki Haley looks like a It backfired big time on her. She has no bragging rights this morning. Mm. She got like 30%, but listen to who was on there. Mike Pence was on the primary ballot. (laughs) All these people that, uh, uh, Scott was on the primary, none of these people are in the race anymore. So 60% of the people in Nevada who voted primary voted for none of the above. Uh. Don't you love Nevada? I do. Don't you just love them? Oh, man, they're awesome. She lost to none of the above. Yes, somebody's watching me. She lost to none of the above. It is fantastic. So Trump goes on to win
4: the caucus. Warren Poetry said some people wrote in these nuts.
5: Yeah, uh, that's a big thing now people are doing. If you, if write-ins, they're writing in, they're writing in these nuts.
4: These nuts. And,
5: and, uh. Elon Musk said, who's D's? <laughs> it was just kind of funny. It came out of nowhere. Uh, he just posted, who's D's? And everybody was
4: laughing. Okay, just a so couple there you go. Couple of quick things. Housekeeping items. Um, first of all, yesterday. All right. Uh, I just want to let the mob know, like you kicking and screaming at opposition and getting in the threads and telling me what I should say or not say. Like somebody left a comment in one of our comment threads, and I, I do read all the comments, by the way. Uh, if you troll, I don't even pay attention to it. I mean, if it looks like a, a troll post, I just skip on. So don't don't even think you're, you know, you're catching me, because I don't. I'm, I'm looking for genuine commentary.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, if you're a whiny.
3: <laughs> fr- oh,
4: my no, God. No, seriously. Uh, don't uh, be w- whiny. You know what my position is. Um, sure. I embraced you, and I said, I'm standing on principle, all right? You know, just like when, when Jesus, you know, walked up to the Pharisees and stuck his finger, right? And uh, and he was pretty hard on the disciples, wasn't he? He was. He was, especially And Peter. their
5: families, and yeah, yeah
4: he yeah, was. He was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to, because we're in a wartime footing, uh, when I ask you, you know what's amazing? We started out, remember, at the beginning of the show. And people mm-hmm. are like, why do you go through the long drawn out there? You, to stop you from being a feeder, okay? Those that are complaining, anyways. For those of you um, that actually responded to my call, because I said we need to be at five hundred,
3: uh-huh.
4: or I'm going to shut the show down uh-huh. because we had thousands of people in our streams. Yeah, we did. I know.
5: It's, and and it's people very are like, why are you doing
4: that? Well, we started out with a hundred. Okay. Now, just look at the difference between. The hundred people, right?
3: Mm-hmm. And then
4: we had two thousand people in the uh, in the chat thread. Yeah, and we went from one hundred to five hundred. Wh- what were those yeah. four hundred people doing?
5: Just <laughs> four hundred? They weren't even thinking about hitting the thumbs up. They
4: weren't exactly. You're in consumption feeder mode. Oh my uh, goodness! What? Be nice. My God, stop it. <laughs> stop it. We're under fire in the foxhole and you're at the other end of the foxhole. They you need to talk to me. I know. You Can want you imagine? My, I'm I'll be the sp- one that
5: was like, don't shoot that guy. No. You're like, oh, it's too loud in here. <laughs> it's too loud. Oh, I probably. I, I, I will not deviate. Now, you not. know me. I'll be the my first one to tell you, shoot that guy.
4: I will <laughs> not. I will not deviate from my stance, my position. Uh, I, listen, people are like, oh, you're going to go ahead and cancel yourself. No, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to continue. Uh, you know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll continue to speak, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'd rather speak with, let's say the 500 people and uh-huh. 1500 feeders can take off. Uh, what? No, I'm serious. You
5: need to hush.
4: No, no, no. Listen to me in this, in, in, in this, I'm listening. in this context, what would, um, what would Jesus do if, it, not that I'm saying that I'm Jesus, okay? Yeah. But a, a righteous position. Would yeah. Jesus say, you know what, I got to water my message down and stop talking about Jesus because <laughs> I don't want to alienate people, uh. right? Yeah. I want to be able to reach a broader audience. No, I don't. I don't want to be surrounded by the 1,500 people that are not doing their part. And and it's a one, just the first step, you failed. Okay. You uh-huh. failed. I asked you, can you please push the button? And people are, no, I just want to sit here and consume. Now, you can't have the best of both worlds. Okay. You can't yeah. sit there and say you don't like the show because you're sitting on it. Right? Yeah. So you want to consume it. Pete needs a hug and a sandwich. That's right.
5: Okay? <laughs> I'll give him a hug and a sandwich yeah, a later. Hug and a sandwich. He'll be better.
4: So, so guess what? We hit our 500 mark. We yeah, did. So, you congratulations. Did. So-
5: you're okay. very, you were
4: very happy with That's that. That's right. So it was right very, now, very
5: painful to get through. But Right you know, now we, we have
4: 1,200 people and only, uh, let's see, how many?
5: They'll hit it. Don't
4: worry about it. 100. Uh, stop pushing me back.
5: No, they'll hit it. I'm telling you, they will.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: They will because mm-hmm. they love us.
4: Yesterday, guess how many people we had come to the show? How many? Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, thank you, Susie. Sizzy Q in North Carolina says, congratulations, Pete
4: and Deb. Oh, thank you so much.
5: Thank you, darling.
4: Thank you. So <laughs> Rico just dropped so $2. Listen, Me we,
5: and one apathetic buzzard. Yes, yes,
4: <laughs> yes. Thank you. We thank had 12,000 people. Remember I said thousands of people come in. They rotate in and out. We had 12,000 people on uh-huh. the stream.
5: Yeah.
4: And 500 lifted their apathetic buzzard finger. <laughs>
5: that, well... People have to get used to it, and we have to. You keep
4: making excuses for the heroin addicts. Uh, you know what
5: I want to make? I want to make like this. I've seen other channels do it, and I think it's a great idea. What? That that they have the little thing that rolls around, the graphic that rolls, and it says, you know, and it shows the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up button, right? Little reminders. How about if I
4: spin around?
5: Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, you could do that too. It'd be it would be entertaining to watch. I'll spin. I'll give you
4: that. A spin. Spin. So I'm going to ask you You uh, to do your part.
5: Another thing, I'm getting
4: commentary. I get some emails, people asking questions, and I'm just going to be very direct. (laughs) I love. I love
5: somebody watching me. I have to tell you this, Pete. uh, You could get more donations if you put Pete in a banana hammock, Deb. You know that's right.
4: She doesn't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> she does oh man mm-hmm. yeah and i think our i think our mods if you guys could just a little more often remind people to hit the button because i think people come on and there's we are so interesting and we bring such great stuff and we're so intriguing mm-hmm. that you know people just get so involved in what we're saying and what we're doing that yes you know they they don't even think about hitting the thumbs up, but it does propel no, the show no. and it propels rumble and it is just good all the way around. So please. 211 to 2,
4: OK, so 1,200 people, right? Uh, uh-huh. I would. Here's my position. I would rather be off in the corner like <laughs> with locals, right? Let's say everybody goes to locals. We got our beloved supporters there. Everybody's doing their part there, right? As always. Mm-hmm. Thank you, locals. Oh, I'd rather be off in the corner with it, all of the individuals doing their part, however they can. And yeah. even if it's just pushing a freaking button, right? Yep. Um, then, then to have thousands <laughs> of Klingons.
5: Oh, everybody's talking about the banana hammock now. So yeah. Lisa, Lisa C says, no hammock, please. Yeah. And, and then Angie uh, it, I don't know whose side she's on here, but she said, you know, drop mm. a rant to vote on a hammock on the hammock.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, please continue to support us. Uh, <laughs> all right. Can, can you, you've yeah. seen our numbers on Bella Grace. Yeah. Bella grace. grace product is exploding.
5: And guess what? what? I got to tell you, we've been using it mm-hmm. religiously. Yep. It is a great product. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can tell the difference in my skin it's soft it's supple it's just it's fantastic yeah it is a great and it's so easy like here's what I do uh I have yogurt right you know I'm a yogurt fan and Mm I get the low-carb yogurt and and I just squeeze that into the yogurt and just twirl it a little bit and oh my goodness it is so tasty it is it is so Tasty. Yes. And it's so good for you and it's good for your skin. It's fantastic.
4: Will you let me cover a housekeeping item? Yes. Just just to, and I said it was going to be the last time, but it's not going to be the last time.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, First of all, I want to quadruple down. We love Mike Lindell. We love his products. We're not going to turn our back on him. No, we're we're still in business. In fact, this effort right now to not be on Frank's Beach is very deliberate, Okay, and let me give you some specifics. I will not broadcast and send our viewers, and, and this has nothing to do with Mike, because Mike is not, he doesn't have wrenches. He's not working on the site. He has an entity or a group of people that possibly include no a- name mention. Oh, I won't mention any names, okay? Uh, I, I certainly won't mention any names, right? Mm. Uh, but I will tell you, that there's been this effort, okay? Because I have opposed those that have been working on the back end of the website that do the following.
5: Well, they attack you.
4: Well, hold on a it's, second. It's not It's not, for it's them. not an how attack. Can we, how can, not, can
5: we stay on a platform
4: where it, we are being personally attacked? It's not an attack when uh, Millie Weaver and I are out on the floor and we hear the person that's working on the website say that they installed AI software on it, okay? Mm-hmm. On Mike Lindell's website. He doesn't even know what that means, right? Uh, and somebody has access to the back end of the system. I'm not going to send my viewers over there if your computer is going to be compromised. That's the main reason why I'm not there. Okay? Now that entity is now attacking me. Okay. Mm. Uh they're attacking me, but that's okay. I'm called the Fed, all right? I'm called the Fed. Am I not? Oh. Okay. I
5: mean, at nauseam.
4: Yeah. Well, the person that's calling me a Fed, uh, by the way, has more names um, and more, uh, more names than you can possibly contend with. But I want you to listen to this. The person calling me a Fed in this excerpt of a call between this Tory Mares, or all the uh, other names, a.k.a., right? There they are. There they are. An excerpt of a call between her attorney, Millie Weaver, and her husband, Gavin. You tell me who the Fed is. You ready? Here it is. Tell me, you ready? A recommendation. I'm not saying anyone has to follow it, but
6: we can't do anything if we keep pouring gasoline on the flames. So I, I will start it with that. Who wants to go first?
3: Let Tori go first. I just want to say,
5: I just want to say. So yesterday, when all of this, you know, thing was being rehashed with the feds, uh, you know, I promoted Millie's work, her reporting on it, right? And I made it clear because this is actually going to go into a legal environment. This is why it's being rehashed. It's actually there are people testifying, and I made it clear. Yeah, I did it. She had a big platform. I wrote the briefs for the investigation post Millie reporting it, and then Millie comes on like. 8, 000, no, 9, you 9, said 9, that to provoke 10, her. You did it sorry, to provoke her. Not, no, you did it I'm to provoke
3: finished. her. I'm not finished. No, I didn't. Dude, no, this I, is you so. Actually,
5: the problem no. here, Grant, is she's running a script here. She's running a script here. She's running a script here, and I can prove the script. See, this is a big both
3: problem. Of you, <laughs> both of you. Stop. This is. Listen, both of you, stop. This is how we're gonna do it, Tory. Finish your statement.
6: Gavin, don't interrupt her. Tori, when Gavin starts talking, do not interrupt him. Okay? We're not going to this if we're talking every day. Exactly. All okay, exactly. right, so Tori, finish exactly. your statement and then
5: Gavin yes, just to about without you interrupting him. Thank you. So now that these grand jury investigations are happening against, you know, the, the Starlight woman and everything, you know, it had to be made clear that this was that. And even Patrick Byrne said, credit to this. Millie's a reporter. She didn't investigate this stuff. She yes, I it, did. Right? And, and it's, she sat on this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and um, she reported it accordingly, and she did an amazing job mm-hmm. on reporting it. Mm-hmm. Post that fact, right? I did all the briefs where I analyzed all the relationship. This is why Esper got
4: fired.
3: Yeah. It's actually
4: briefed. Oh, yeah. So important. So uh, I'm going to say this, all of you crazed, crazed Tory tards, okay, you need to choose your idols more carefully because if they're so concerned about people dealing with the feds, Deb Santilli, Uh, uh when have I ever sat down with the feds to provide any information at all? When? Never. Never, not once. Never, ever, ever. As a matter of fact, when I was asked to speak with the FBI after the murder of Uh Lavoie Fenicum, what did I say? To the FBI.
5: You said, go pound sand.
4: In so many words, right? Yeah. Uh, I exercised my Fifth Amendment right. I never spoke with them. And you can ask all of my co-defendants. Guess what? They listened to all of the audio recordings while we were being transported to uh, Multnomah County Jail. After we were arrested. And I had five hours of what? What was it? Sleeping. Yeah. And guess what they had? Five hours of them. I mean, so the, they didn't the do joke, any harm or anything. They were no, they didn't, about but the, the joke among us. Stuff the stuff. joke among us was that yeah. I'm the Fed, but I never spoke to the feds. And they spoke to the feds more. We had to listen to all their recordings. Mm. You know, because we had to hear what was being said to the FBI. Like, what if they mentioned my name? Like mm-hmm. um, you know, so I had to listen to all their stuff. I'm like, you guys have hours of talking to these guys. You should have never done that. But here's the bottom line. When this person is connected to the individual, this person is connected. Mm. Directly or indirectly, I don't even know. But it has been relayed to Mike Lindell that this person who is a self-described connectee to John Brennan from the CIA Mm -hmm. and said that they were working on coding on frankspeech.com. The CIA, uh, there's AI uh, software installed on it. We're not going to broadcast and send our views, viewers there, all right? Um, and that's all there is to it. So, mm-hmm. without further ado. Without further ado. Okay. Um, we
5: love Mike Lindell.
4: We love we Mike Lindell. Mike we love Pillow. We love his products. I will it. continue to, uh, I will be just as loyal, even more loyal, okay, because I express my concerns. Could you imagine if you go on a website, that has got AI and, and, and a group of people that do nefarious things. Mm. To your computer without your knowledge. I'm Listen, not going to send my business there. I mean,
5: there. It, right after one of Mike Lindell's <laughs> events, we didn't make a big deal out of it. But right after one of his events, she sent you a screenshot and said that she had been inside
4: your computer. Yeah, sent me my IP address with our name, your name. Um, and uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, imagine you're sitting on a website. This is, uh, I'm not saying that it, it does happen, but you can't guarantee me. Unless you can guarantee me that that person and any other entity that has back-end access to Mike Lindell's website, whether or not they can install malicious software on your computer, hijack your computer, or even put uh, files that Mm -hmm. you should not have on your computer, Uh, I'm going to insinuate child pornography, all right? I'm not going there. I'm just not going to go there. All right, Deb, Uh, Santilli.
5: So, um... Oh, and we want you to know that...
4: Final commentary and then tell me when to go to the interview.
5: Yep, so and we want you to know that we are not bailing on Mike Lindell. Nope. We love Mike Lindell. We will continue to support every effort that he does. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of talk out there right now about Mike Lindell taking Ronna uh, Romney's place, and I would absolutely not contest that. So... No, uh, for me it's between Mike Lindell, Scott Pressler. So we support oh, yeah. his endeavors. We love him. He is a Christian, and whatever business he and Brandon House are doing in the background, that's between them. It's between them, and I can tell you that there is a, you know, that there is, a, you know, there's a mutual um, business res- respect for business. Thing happening in the background they are not at each other they're not cussing each other Mike Lindell is not that kind of person he you, will survive this yes
4: and have you ever heard me on audio recording saying that I spoke to the feds
5: uh you know actually no and you know if somebody wants to know about any of that they can uh they can read the court transcripts it, whatever you know, Yeah.
4: and by the way i'm not where making,
5: investigators found i am absolutely not, nothing
4: that would even insinuate i am not making them. any allegations that i can't back up i heard from the person that works on the website that they installed ai software mm-hmm. for your viewing pleasure okay i'll 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 have no part of it uh pete a fed now that's funny I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, our, our viewership. And uh, what's really laughs.
5: funny is like, uh, we have this one idiot out there saying that Pete was a fed at Mao here, which is like to, so hilarious to me mm-hmm. because um, in in all the court documents, the the FBI had like three or four mm. real FBI informants who admitted that Pete was one of their targets. So,
4: yeah. Isn't that funny? People we have it documented. People are right.
5: just so ridiculous. People yeah. are stupid. They let, they get mad at well, Pete. Somebody
4: said this has gotten so far out of control. What has uh, Patriot Jacks? Yeah, things well, have gotten everything. Definitely, um, everything.
5: People people uh, get mad at Pete because you know they've they've worked with us or for us, and Pete has given them money and all of this other stuff to work for us. And you know, you start out really on on a on a good on a good foundation, right? And then, then people start taking advantage of the position that they have. And then they feel like they can tell Pete what to do, when yeah. to do it.
4: This is all uh, I say. Pete,
5: they become demanding, all of these things. And then when Pete pushes back on that, because he's going to, it's his personality to say, F you, you know, and call people out. Yeah. Especially if somebody is in our personal circle and and then they get mad then they get mad and the first thing they do is pete's an fbi informant that's the first thing they do yeah every single time yeah
4: so 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 that's it i uh i was addressing your questions a lot of people have uh, posed them and Mm -hmm. i answered it all right uh uh, them trying to convince anyone that pete is a fed shows just how desperate the deep state is exactly the point yeah Um,
3: Unfortunately,
5: there's a lot of people, a lot of these people, no, a couple of these folks who have done that do it out of pure spite. They're not feds. They're not connected to the government in any way. They're Mm -hmm. just assholes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're just assholes. And they just want and and they want attention. And it's easy because they're pissed off at Pete. And it's just easy for them to do. It's just it, it. And it gets them a couple of clicks. And it gets people coming in, giving them a pat on the back and reassuring them and psychologically. But you know what? But, it but does you know what? Her, something for this Her, for the followers, who her do it.
4: followers are so crazed, they just start regurgitating stuff that she says that Pete's a fed, right? And they're really well, concerned sure. about the Fed. But then when I play back Oh, they're not concerned. No, but when I play back her 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 own words, saying, I work with the feds,
3: mm-hmm.
4: what do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna turn on her? No. No, Because it's not, not about
5: that. They, these because they're
4: Tory tards.
5: These people don't care if you're mm-hmm. a Fed or you're not a Fed. I mean, yeah. if they cared about Fedism, they wouldn't be clinging to somebody who is... Uh, Dealing former, with the Feds. Former CIA. Yeah. I mean, why would you even do that? That's right. Nah, these are just trolls and they're no, you know, this is like 4chan bullshit that just happens. Yep. On the internet. And,
4: and it doesn't phase us. Well,
5: we don't ruffle their feathers anymore. We don't go mm. over there and get in their crap. Let them do whatever they want to do. She wants to build a team like that. She can, but I will tell you, um, they mm. will turn on her sooner or later. Oh, they look at will
4: William Moore Nodger. William Moore Nodger says, what did he say?
5: Is now a monthly supporter. Thank you, William. Mm.
4: Thank you, William. That's right.
5: We love it. You guys are amazing. So enough of that. I I don't even like to give it, I don't even like to give it any time. You know how I am. It's not that I try to avoid uh, just, it's not that I try to avoid confrontation or any of that stuff. It's just that I'm so bored with it after 13 years. You know, you just get, you just get to the point where now when you see it, and now when somebody comes after us that used to be a friend or blah, 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 you just kind of just roll your eyes, you know? You're just like, oh. Now, in Millie's case, it's a little bit different because there was some serious investigation, a lot of work that she did that she feels that Tori was trying to suppress and or steal the uh, limelight of it or take uh, take credit for it. And there is, I mean... We are going to support Millie Weaver because, you know, we've been attacked. Because by Millie Weaver has
4: been trying to get information out that could essentially wipe out all of President Trump's cases. Mm-hmm. And Tory was involved in suppressing the information.
5: <laughs> Mags 11, Deb, is there such thing as former CIA? I don't think so. I think that these people are so indoctrinated and psychologically uh, damaged when they work for an entity like that, that right. they can't help but use those—they're manipulative people to start with. That's why they're chosen. That's why they excel in in these in these uh, in these programs like that, right? They mm-hmm. excel because of that. They're they're extremely manipulative and they have a criminal mind. So, so um, I don't think that once you get into something like that that you ever you may get out of it and, and to a certain degree like physically but i think mentally you know you were all you were always that way mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. i mean you're right. always that way and you're going to use it mm. on people and situations and be very manipulative and yeah. you know i mean we we've okay. seen that happen with people that we know that we're FBI informants. Remember that mm. she called herself um, Mama Bear. Yeah, she called herself Mama Bear. Just this very frumpy, older woman. Mm-hmm. Very frumpy. You wouldn't expect it at all that she was. She was in all of the Oathkeeper groups and every kind of Patriot group she could get in, she was in. And this woman was making up to like four or $5,000 a day going to meetings, taking notes, and giving it and, and you know, giving updates to the FBI about what was happening in the Oath Keepers meetings yep. and at Malheur National Wildlife Refuge, she was specifically told to target Pete Santelli and Deb Jordan. Yep. And that woman actually touched me. And if you, you know, and said, "If there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. I'm here. You can talk to me." Mm-hmm. Right? Older woman. You wouldn't even expect it. it. Looks like she hadn't washed her hair in a month. Any- you know.
4: Any one, I mean, any one of Crazy. our genuine viewers. It's not the gloss over. If anybody ever has a question, like people, journalists have contacted me and said, "Hey, Pete, there's a rumor out there uh, about you being a Fed. Guess what? I have all of the counter. Trolling that was done. We caught them hacking into my system, manufacturing have the facts. We pictures of them doing, doing it. It. We have photos we of them doing it. literally have video, screenshots. Yeah, they were on video, bragging about hacking into my system, and it started a whole thing. So, if yeah. anybody ever has a question, just ask me directly. Mm-hmm. Have one of our mods and say, you know what, Pete? I got a question. Everyone, everyone over there at the Tory Tardville uh, says you're a fed. Hey, listen. Uh, let's Who shift can't? gears before we go to the I don't interview. Even care anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'm going to <laughs> feature. I'm gonna feature a great product that everyone is raving about, and I mean everybody right now. Uh-huh. I just got a call yesterday that. Uh, what was her? Oh my goodness! What was her name? I get so many telephone calls. Um, she not only loves the product, she's actually her name going was to the, be Mama
5: Donna. Mama
4: Donna, that's right. Mama Donna yeah. is actually going to. Uh, and, and we're not, we're not, you know, uh, I mean, if you want to set up a small business, do that. You can do it. It's direct marketing. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
4: and some, somebody, who was it? Uh, somebody said, oh, is it, mm, you know, Shawn. pyramid level I'm like, well, <laughs> the U S economy is was like,
5: is this a pyramid thing? Well,
4: it, but you know what? Here's the difference. There's a pyramid known as the corporate scheme where all the profits go to them and they market, they do that stuff. Or direct marketing is we, the people, uh, earning the profits versus spending money in advertising. So I am an a-hole. I don't give. uh, That's right, says Unk. (laughs) Unk I don't even know who who Tori is. That's good for you. You're actually. Yeah,
5: that's good.
4: uh, uh, And from what I hear, I don't want to know. We shouldn't either, actually.
5: And I hate even giving this. Anytime.
4: Well, I, I have to because I know I have I know, to
5: because they're swarming and well, it's well all here's, 4chan here's the deal it has to do, it has to do, everybody's got their little
4: clicks, everything
5: buzzing and humming, it has I everything
4: know. to do with why our show is not on Frank's speech. Okay, mm. it's not, and, and it's not going to be unless they, I can be assured that our viewers are not going to have their computers hijacked uh, with AI and somebody with back-end access that is admittedly a, uh, a CIA contractor. And,
5: and admittedly said they're going to take you down and destroy
3: you.
4: Yeah, that's right. I mean,
5: how, uh, seriously. Yeah. It's like people need to understand we love Mike. We love, yeah. love, love Mike. We will continue to support him. Let's, he well, is so important to this movement. You know what's but hilarious? we have to also, he, under, Mike understands. Yeah. He understands that we also have to be very careful mm. and take care of ourselves too. Yeah. When when you have somebody who, two people actually, go out on uh, live and say to thousands of people that they are going to destroy you yeah. and right. bring you down, yeah. right? And then you find out that they have, they are controlling the back end of something that you're involved with. It, we It leaves us no choice.
4: And pe- it's and, nothing and, personal. And, and the rumor was put out there by the same people... Okay, that we took money from Mike Lindell and then left, and the, and it's just not that true. That is a lie. It's not true.
5: It is a lie. Yeah, we have a promo code just like everybody else. Yeah, Mike. Outside of that promo promo code and the products that we have sold for my pillow, which is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um. We have never taken a dime from Mike Lindell. So, Not wait,
4: listen, one freaking dime. Quadruple down, okay, in support of Mike Lindell. Uh, absolutely. We love my pillow products. I mean, we literally have pillows everywhere. We've got dog beds. We've got everything. And we will continue to support Mike Lindell.
5: Absolutely. Uh, the best in, pajamas in, on the planet.
4: Including ta- t- telling Mike Lindell, you got somebody. You know, the guy that took over the website, for instance, uh, has a show. He's got 280,000 followers because he had back-end access to the website. 280,000 followers. And I had, you know, several hundred or several thousand, right? How does that work?
5: Well, I can tell it's you. It's fake.
4: Listen. That's what I don't it, know about all
5: that. I, I really don't know about all that. But mm-hmm. I can tell you this. We cannot put ourselves... In a compromising position mm-hmm. when two people who are running the show,
3: mm-hmm.
5: running the show behind the scenes, websites, whatever it is they're doing there, mm-hmm. who come out almost on a daily basis, uh, several times anyway, mm-hmm. and do nothing but dog you, and go after show host, and go after Brandon House, yeah. and they go after you, and they go after anybody who says anything. That they don't like, and they have a platform to do it, and and then when you find out that they have potential um, back into some of the most private information and data of all of our of viewers, all of our viewers. Then w- listen, we just have to, you know, we just have to make sure that we do the right thing here, yeah. and and we love Mike again. We love Mike. You know what else we, we love? Continue,
4: we you know what else we to love? Promote him. They, if, they, if Mike they, changes
5: his mind and he doesn't want to work with us anymore, then, then that's okay too, mm, you know?
4: I don't think, no, I don't think.
5: No, I said if, yeah. if he were to, yeah. then that's okay too. Yeah. You know, we will still support him. I think he's one of the greatest people on the
4: planet and uh, oh, he's I'm, a good I'm not, man. I'm not owned by anybody, Angie. That's exactly right. I'm owned no. by, I mean, can you imagine? Because I'm not, I can be honest about stuff like this right the hottest product on planet earth right now guess what it is you can get it at pete.bellagraceglobal.com it's the hottest product right now i've never seen anything like it um last month the the rave reviews people gobbling it uh, up (laughs) pete.bellagraceglobal.com
5: chappy i love you i love you here's what chappy Mm -hmm. said i agree with this so much Arguing on the internet is like competing in the Special Olympics. Even if you win, you're still retarded.
4: Yes. That's, I absolutely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I spent several thousand dollars I on my pillow it. and will continue to do so. I understand your business decision, Donison. It has nothing to do with Mike or his products. In fact, Mike did, doesn't fully understand like all the technical aspects of what's happening to his website, unfortunately. He doesn't. I mean, I, I heard it in his voice. You heard me, right?
5: Well, I mean, I think he was surprised by you know by it. I don't think that he. It's not be, It's not out of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not out of ignorance. That's for sure. It's just yeah. he 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 is trusting that mm-hmm. everything is running smoothly and people are becoming uh, very suspect. Yes, and and very anxious. Brandon
4: House is gone. Poof, toast gone. Pete Santilli. Silk is gone. Uh, I don't know who the other. I know Silk is gone. There's a whole bunch of others. N- not taken by anybody, by the way. Everybody needs to know that. Um, I would recommend, unless you can be guaranteed that there's no AI intrusions into your, you know, your computers and your cell phones. When you go on that platform, mm, you know, uh, just, just uh, stay put. All right. Check it out all right Bella grace global it's pete dot pete at sorry Pete dot pete dot Bella grace global grace
5: global.com such a great product you guys mm-hmm. I mean I can't say enough about it my skin has done this transformation that is just unbelievable
4: yeah um
5: yeah here we go we're in the commercial
4: And we certainly will be here momentarily. Hold on one second. All right. right. You ready? You guys, hottest selling selling product. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Silk's leaving too. Pete gets his talking points from Peter McCullough. Pete gets his what?
5: (laughs) Who cares? I I don't know what that means. I don't care what it means.
4: Yeah. We work for Rumble and Rumble has a great relationship with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. So,
5: yep. Rumble is, yeah. Dr. Rumble's our customer the wellness mm-hmm. company, uh, mm-hmm. they are a sponsor of Rumble. Uh, they've invested in Rumble uh, accordingly. And so, yes, in mm. that sense, we have a relationship with uh, the wellness company. Yeah. And that our streaming provider and our platform. Well, you love
4: Rumble. We're not leaving Rumble.
5: No, heck no. Nope.
2: Hey I'm Dr. Mark Miller for Bella Grace, and I'd like to have a chat with you about Bella Trim, our comprehensive weight management product. Now, most people early on will register a reduction in cravings associated with... This is
4: one of many products. Go to Pete.BellaGreysGlobal.com.
2: ...hormones that are associated with either hunger or satiety. It lowers the levels of ghrelin, a hunger hormone, and it raises the levels of GLP-1, the satiety hormone. As a result of that rebalancing act, you have fewer cravings. And that result trips to the snack cabinet where you may eat something that you shouldn't. It's comprehensive. It does a lot more than that, though. There is an absolutely fascinating action on a metabolic switch called AMP kinase, AMPK. AMPK.
4: You can afford it, by the way. Somebody said, "I can't afford it." You can't afford it. You get paid on
2: referrals. And as a result, yep. you have a reduction in visceral fat and, and, and reduction in waste circumference. You, does more I than would that.
5: Start with, uh, I would just start with the
4: elixir that's right Uh,
5: and get what you can afford and And the elixir is amazing
2: it also I swear by blood it now. It lowers Great. LDL, lowers triglycerides, all of those bad cholesterols that you hear about, at the same time as raising the levels of HDL, the good cholesterol. In addition, for cardiovascular health, it also helps normalize blood pressure. There's more to it than that, though. It also improves your microbiome. We do that by several ways. One, there's an ingredient in there that stimulates greater diversity. And the other one is prebi. Like Foss and Goss that help feed the good bacteria, gentrify your microbiome. So, Bella trim, comprehensive, enjoy it. Cheers.
4: Uh, and he's going to join me uh, to talk about how the federal government is using taxpayer money currently from the Department of Homeland Security's Terrorist Prevention Program to censor, amazingly. Uh, conservatives nationwide Uh, but uh, we were reminiscing about what the world was like not too long ago and the differences in administration governance and even the way we treated our political uh, opponents you know back in the day we're talking about the Reagan administration and KT McFarland and uh, how the United States was not just perceived on the world stage but how we conducted ourselves uh, with diplomacy you know even with our foreign adversaries and our domestic adversaries right now are so disrespected and our foreign adversaries are treated even worse look at what we're doing to Israel we don't even pick up the phone and call Russia uh, Dan Schneider so much to talk about uh, and, and and I'd like to continue on with uh, the thread uh, of our conversation before there's a difference between then and now Uh, it's a moral degradation and ideological subversion and I believe really we have now sir if you don't mind me saying so it's not a radical concept uh, this particular regime has disdain for the American people (laughs) I mean their political adversaries in particular half
1: which is greater than half of America do you agree yeah, you know, and it, and I'm glad that you are really talking about the leadership of, yes. of the, the regime right now, mm-hmm. because I'm sure, it, I have to believe that most Democrats in America today, the rank and file, just your your, your barbers and your shopkeepers and, and your school teachers around the country are not radicalized. But we do know, we can see uh, that the leadership of the Democrat Party has become so radicalized and they are doing uh things never thought imaginable for people of a major party in America. But they, they you know, it's often said that they hate the ideas of America or they hate America's founding. And all the evidence supports that idea, whether it's the sixteen nineteen project or the degradation of all of our rights. And in fact, not a single one of the ten parts of our Bill of Rights is today supported by the leadership of the Democrat Party, including Joe Biden.
4: That that is a fact, and at the same time, you know they are they're, um, uh, they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth, and it's not just the front face of that regime in Joe Biden. It's all the people that are behind him that are obviously giving him the words uh, to 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 speak. They've got him propped up, but but to say uh, that they want to unify, I say absolutely not. And, and please pardon me. In this spirit, I want to see the chosen this weekend, and jesus said and he went right up to the pharisees and said you've overstayed your welcome you've exceeded basically he claimed it would accuse them of government overreach in so many words and i'm not here uh, to unite and bring peace i'm here to divide against what you represent uh first of all i'm not going to unify but how can you unify when you're literally attacking half of the country their ideas are so terrible the only way that they can exist is to eliminate any potential opposition or competition, right?
1: Yeah, and, and this is not hyperbole, no. Pete. There, there have been times that we've had polemics in our nation's history who who say, you know, sort of outrageous things. You are described we can quote Joe Biden himself. He went to Philadelphia, stood on the steps of Independence Hall and said that half of Americans... Are, are semi-fascists, and he meant us, not not his actions. He meant us, you know, half of Americans who are right of center. We're the semi-fascists, as as far as Joe Biden is concerned, and and he treats us, you know, he treats us as enemies. And so you you know, our tax dollars that are supposed to be used to go after terrorists are instead being used to go after us. You know, at the Media Research Center, we're the ones who who uh, found out that that uh, the Biden administration is funding this grant program that features the pyramid of far right radicalization, and it has uh, organizations included in this. You know these as fascists and and neo fascists organizations like Prager University and the Heritage Foundation and Turning Point USA, and on and on and on. Blue Lives Matter. You know the, the you know a, a police force organization. Uh, And it goes on, all these different groups, the National Rifle Association, that this Biden administration was paying grantees to train operatives on how to infiltrate and subvert these organizations. You know, a a term is used often now, Orwellian, but this, this is so bizarre and scary. You can't imagine a U.S. government doing these sorts of things. But this is what the Biden administration is doing today.
4: Yeah, and I, I could also say that beyond Orwellian, I would say Roman Empire esque authoritarianism. I mean, and what happened to the Roman Empire through their, you know, their quest for such power and through their through their gut and gluttony. I believe that those that are trying to cling on to power are are going to fail. They will fail because human beings are just not gonna accept the fact you know, you know, remember the old adage, may the best ideas win. We used to have blue dog Democrats. Guess who were my blue dog tem- Democrats in my family? My mom and my dad. My dad worked for Ford Motor Company. He was a union guy. I mean, how I ended up to be a conservative Republican. We used to argue about going on CNN and Fox News at the dinner table. But may the best ideas win. Uh, you know, the Democrats, can you imagine ha- over half of America think and believe that President Trump is operating in their best interests. Uh, politically, why would you not want to say, you know what, I have better ideas than that guy over there. He's, he may not be your guy. You know, you're following him, but I think we've got a better way of doing things. Why would they not want to politically exploit that and try to, to get some votes? They don't do that. Do that. Why is that?
1: Well, you're talking about the left the left yeah Uh, well look let's get back to biden for a second because we've there was a hearing today in the house judiciary committee the Mm -hmm. weaponization subcommittee yes sir and uh jim jordan showed how our u.s government is using our tax dollars to help create artificial intelligence programs specifically to target conservatives and republicans and we're going to be breaking a story in the next couple weeks Uh, very consistent with this, things that we have discovered out of another uh, one of our uh, intelligence programs. Now, our taxpayer dollars are literally being used in fund efforts to use artificial intelligence to silence any conservative media outlet that does not use language models like the the way that the Washington Post and the New York Times and, and the NPR and the BBC if, if, if a media outlet is using language inconsistent with those left-wing outlets, then, then they will be censored and silenced if with our tax dollars. Very, very
4: dangerous bias being baked into the AI algorithm. I don't know if you know anything about my background. Do you know anything about my background?
1: No, I don't, other I, than the, you've got a very successful program and a reliable guy. Yes, th- thank
4: you, and uh, by the way, successfully defeating the deep state through this thing that I'm going to describe to you, I was actually, I had the those that hijacked our premier law enforcement agency, the FBI. There were people that had sought after me, made up some stuff, and I got wrapped up covering a story as a journalist, kind of like a January 6th type thing, but it was the Bundy Ranch protests. Mm-hmm. And if you go into, you know, the Internet, they so disparaged me uh, as a result of that. They just polluted the Internet. And then mm-hmm. now I'm searching for my name. And in a high in chat GBT, they completely get the story wrong with that left-wing style bias. And I know this firsthand because we've proven in court that it was all this is what they said, and it has to do with this topic here and the technology. They used, started using the technology to surveil us. They deemed us to be domestic terrorists. For what reason? So that they could surveil and target and entrap us. It's a very, very dangerous precedence that they set with us.
1: Well, Pete, you, you, you're, an, you're an exceptional guy, but you do not stand alone. Mm. Uh, we have counted at least seven programs in the Biden administration that are targeting regular, everyday Americans under, anti, under anti-terrorism programs, and some of these are really well known. Mm. Uh, moms and dads yes. who wanted to protest uh, at school boards, as we know the Department of Education called them domestic terrorists. And, you know, Catholic uh, parishioners were identified by DOJ as, ter- you know, domestic terrorists. It goes on. This Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant program, of course, we've talked about. That, that was under the ruse that, that we are terrorists. And, and so many programs like this, our tax dollars that are supposed to be used to catch terrorists are being used to target us and silence us.
4: That's right. And in the Bundy cases, I wanna really overemphasize this point because the terrorist prevention program, and I know who's driving this by the way, and you may or may not be aware of this, but I hope that you as the vice president of one of the most credible news outlets digs into this uh, because it's well, it was well exposed in our cases. The The terror designation gives them the legal pretext to do the surveillance. The level of surveillance and the technology available to them that we developed to go get bad guys overseas is now being tor- pointed towards their political adversaries. Hey, yeah. that terror designation becomes very dangerous because what that means is that they will surveil us with the same level of uh, technology used to go get Al Qaeda. Literally, they did it to us. They can listen to your toaster oven If it's got a listening device in there, it's called a a 702 query. Are you familiar with that NSA level? I I am. Right. That terror designation allows them to surveil everything that you are doing once they have that moniker on you. And secondly, guess who's advising the government to allow that to happen? A non-governmental organization called the Southern Poverty Law Center. They were the ones that drove. They acted as government actors. They acted as FBI informants. They acted as trainers and advisors to law enforcement uh, with reckless abandon and zero, I mean, just such disdain for our constitutional rights. Can you imagine that they go to Congress and they flat out lie to them? The domestic violent extremists that they purport to be experts on that they're advising congress about you're scaring the heck out of a congressperson congress controls the purse strings and a congressperson sitting there listening to this expert known as the southern poverty law center is going to funnel billions of dollars to go get those bad guys who wouldn't want to do that but the southern poverty law center is driving that sir and they're not part of our government did you elect the southern poverty
1: law center no though they don't like any of us of course no uh, but this is how the left operates when they take over the, the reins of power in the executive branch they use they use they use terrible organizations like the southern poverty law center and uh, you know the so-called media ratings firms like like ad fontes out of colorado and newsguard out of new york and and so the, the, the these federal agencies will say well we're not biased. We're not going after these conservatives. We're just going after uh, people who engage in misinformation, according to NewsGuard or according to Advantes. And lo and behold, we all know how uh, how these these radicalized left wing ratings firms rate media outlets. You know, if your name is Pete, you're going to rate badly. If your name you know is associated with with ABC, NBC, CBS. The New York Times, the Washington Post, then you're going to be just fine. Um, you know, we, we, we help fight to make sure that DOD stops funding these these radical left-wing groups, um, and so we'll see if DOD follows the law. But uh, this administration seems to be pretty lawless.
4: It, this is not a conspiracy theory. I can back this up factually, and we could literally spend an entire segment talking about this. The Southern Poverty Law Center's connections to German intelligence, believe it or not. They had a German intelligence operative that they had come into Ilohim City during the Oklahoma City bombing. That Those that perpetrated the bombing, terrible, you know. Uh, but... The government's involvement and Southern Poverty Law Center's involvement was covered up, and they're connected to German intelligence. And it's it's a fact. It's in the court record. Why is this important? It's a segue. Because this indoctrination program, German-slash-Soviet-styled co-opting of our education system is being used to slow cook our younger generation to adopt the same disdainful, you know, by the regime attitude towards political adversaries. Um, and you have uncovered in this piece that you published that they're in the schools indoctrinating our children. Are
1: they not? It is so outrageous. It's hard to believe that this could be happening. Mm. But this is a fact. Mm-hmm. And you go on our website. You can see all the documents for yourself. Mm-hmm. Our U.S. State Department under the Biden administration, created a joint program with the Germans, the University of Würzburg. Mm -hmm. I'd never heard of the University of Würzburg. It's probably best known for being the alma mater of Joseph Goebbels, Mm -hmm. Hitler's propagandist-in-chief. They created a model coordinating with the University of, of Rhode Island, Renee Hobbs, who is, and I'm quoting her, she is a quote, proud propagandist. Yes. So she's working with this socialist propagandist university in Germany Mm. to bring that style of propaganda and indoctrination into U.S. schools. This was incubated with the U.S. State Department. It was a one year series of, of 11 lectures, training teachers all over America, about 700 on how to implement these, these training programs into their classrooms. Once the Biden administration thought that that model was successful, it, it migrated from the State Department to the Department of Homeland Security. Yet again, this terrorism prevention grant program, they got far more money out of DHS. We are now in the middle of DHS rolling this whole program out nationwide. If you've got if your listeners have kids or grandkids they know what's going on you know they, they, they it's they use the term media literacy yes media literacy is simply a term to mean censorship of information that the regime disagrees with you know then it's it's, it's called misinformation disinformation or malinformation they like they like malinformation because they yeah. don't have to prove that it's wrong, they just have to, to show that it's information that they think is somehow harm, harmful. True information, but that they deem somehow harmful. Of course, harmful simply means it will hurt their reelection efforts.
4: Let, let me uh, read one line, and this should shake everybody to their core from this article. Uh, building on an infodemic concept, media literacy now, Promotes research for listen to this inoculation theory, which posits that just as vaccines generate antibodies to resist future viruses, a society can inoculate itself against misinformation before the person is even told it. Beyond Orwellian,
1: beyond Orwellian, viruses, viruses, viruses. Yes, and uh, media literacy now is one of the co-grantees. It is a lobby group, it exists to lobby state legislatures to adopt laws to require the teaching of so-called media literacy in the classroom, our tax dollars are being used to pay lobbyists to get state legislatures to mandate this stuff, then then once it's in the classroom, you know, billions of dollars of local and state education dollars are then used to indoctrinate our kids literally propagandized indoctrinate. This is the terms they use in the grant application. These are not my words. These are their words. It's a, it's a shocking thing. Uh, shocking, uh,
4: deeply, uh, almost in a, um, in the tentacles of an octopus, deeply permeating almost every sacred institution from education to law enforcement to the halls of Congress. Um who is driving this? And I say who. I, I I not only believe that the Central Intelligence Agency is is behind this effort. Uh, I've watched them. I saw April Haynes from the CIA sitting next to George Gow in event two oh one talk about flooding the zone to stop the possibility before anyone knew how to spell COVID. How to stop any possibility of a lab leak theory during their tabletop exercise. And this is in October of 2019. We didn't even know about COVID. The CIA and the CCP's equivalent of their CDC director, the Central Intelligence Agency, actively involved uh, in the United States on molding and shaping the minds of the populace. Yes?
1: Yeah, well, look, uh, again, it is now public knowledge the CIA was spying on members of Congress against the law. This is this is not fiction. Mm-hmm. This is a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously uh, the law is you know prohibits. It says CIA, you are not allowed to to spy on citizens in the United States, mm-hmm. and the CIA was spying on Republican members of Congress. Uh, and it, it's it's no secret any longer that the intelligence community. In, of the U.S. government, you know, was part of the effort to hide the Hunter Biden laptop story, to suppress it, to to claim that, that uh, Trump was a Russian asset, that he was working for Putin. This, you know, our intelligence community has gone nuts. Mm. And, and be, you understand this, um, there are two, kind of two sides to the CIA. There, there are all the analysts you know, in Langley, Virginia, sure. and then there are all the guys out in the field. I know it used to be the case. I still hope it's the case. The guys out in the field tended to be pretty conservative. Yeah. It's the analysts and the leadership at, at Langley that tend to be pretty hard left, and I think it's only gotten worse over the years. They
4: have, uh,
1: and covertly
4: trying to manipulate the minds of— the american populace and and essentially to eliminate any opposition to this ideological subversive you know agenda that's being driven it's all being done uh covertly but not covertly you know why this article is bombshell I'm, i'm not overblowing this i read the article uh very well done and the main thing is to expose what is happening to us so that we can resist it. Most people don't have no idea that this is being done to our children, do they?
1: they- no, no. And, and and the one good thing that came out of COVID is that as kids were forced to stay at home and try to do classes online, parents finally got to you know, see, see peek behind the curtain yes. and see what these teachers were doing to indoctrinate their own kids. Of course, that's why we've had... All of these these parents going to school boards now saying enough. Yeah, you know, it's not it, it, it's not just the transgender issue. It, it's it's not just pornography in our libraries and classrooms. It's basic curriculum issues. You know, the sixteen nineteen project. It's just amazing how you know our our the the schools of education at our universities have have become indoctrination camps. To train teachers on how to how to be subversive. Mm. You know, it's everywhere now. You know, uh I, I have to say this, and don't
4: be afraid to challenge me on this because I've had um, you know pretty um uh, deep conversations with those that in DC. Uh, I'm very cynical uh about going to uh, those that are running these committees on the weaponization of government, if we don't fully recognize that Congress itself in the fashion that I described, you got the Southern Poverty Law Center just basically learning how to open up the cash register drawer by scaring the pants off of these committees. Well, that makes Congress a weapon itself, allowing these non-governmental uh, biased organizations that created extremism, scaring the pants out of, you know, uh, congressional committees to give these, to open up the floods, uh, uh, the flood, uh, the funds flowing to organizations like the FBI. Congress is part, probably if not the, the most powerful weapon in the weaponization of government. Um,
1: I don't think I agree with that. I, th- I think the negative critique I would have of, of Congress mm-hmm. is that they have ceded all of their power um, to bureaucrats. You know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you know, Ted, look, I think the world of Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, but he recognizes that there's not a whole lot he can do as a senator anymore mm-hmm. because the Senate leadership and the House leadership have ceded their authority. Mm-hmm. So He's got time in the, on his hands, so he does a, a podcast. Yeah. You've got lots of these members of Congress who are twiddling their thumbs. So they're they're getting into the podcast world of the business because the committees aren't doing much. Now, I do think that weaponization committee is doing good work Mm. as far as an oversight committee can do, Mm -hmm. but they they don't have any power to force change. Mm. But Jim Jordan and others can introduce legislation that Chuck Schumer will make sure the Senate never passes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Our system of government is intentionally clunky. The left uses that as a great tool and a weapon to force its will through you know, illegal executive orders. Conservatives, we're fighting with one arm tied behind our back because we're saying, no, there's a, there is a right way and a wrong way to do things. Mm-hmm. The left does it the wrong way and gets yeah. away with it. Right. We don't want to do it the wrong way. We're right. tr- we know that if we do it the wrong way, then we are ending our, our system of self-government forever.
4: Yeah.
3: It's
1: tough. Yeah. <laughs> Just as you resisted, and I, and I wanted to, without
4: even finishing my statement, and maybe you'll agree with me, and I said, don't, don't be afraid to, to oppose what I'm about to say. They're, they're not doing wittingly. For instance, there are people right now in Congress that don't know how to turn on their iPad that are sitting before the technocrats talking about the dangers of AI. The CEO of Open uh, uh, Open AI trying to convince and partner with Congress to bring regulation. Well, guess what? I believe that the most dangerous aspect of AI is that bias that is automatically baked
1: in. I agree 100% with you and And that is the greatest. I'm not concerned that robots are going to take over the world. I am concerned and it's already happening. I'm concerned how far it's going to go where these AI companies, the creators of artificial intelligence will use this to to sway our opinions in their effort to create a, a left-wing society, oh, yes. it's already going on. We've measured it many times. Google's AI system is one of the worst. Yes. You know, right after the right after Hamas invaded Israel, yeah. we did a test uh, and we tested different artificial intelligence platforms. Simple questions like, "What is the capital of Israel?" And uh, the AI systems that are operated by Microsoft and ChatGPT, they were able to answer that question very easily. Google's AI system responded that it is a, it is just a language model. It is not capable of answering the question of what the capital of Israel is. But it can answer the question for every other country on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the four countries that that uh, border Israel, even more outrageous. Yeah. What is Hamas? Mm. Google's AI system could tell us what the Irish Republican Army is, what Black Lives Matter is, uh, on and on and on, but it had no idea what Hamas is. It's just a language model. It does not have the capacity to do that. But it could identify every single bomb shelter in Israel that Hamas would like to hit. hmm so, why? Why in the world would Google do that? And if you actually look at Google's history, it's very anti-Semitic. Yes. It, it's former head of, you know, DEI, diversity, equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, Google had to move him out of that position when it was discovered that he had tweeted out that the Jews haven't. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to make sure I'm quoting him accurately. An insatiable appetite for war. Jews have an insatiable appetite for war. That's what Google's head of diversity, equity, inclusion said. So mm-hmm. what did they do with this guy? Well, they promoted him up. They made him the head of uh, yeah of uh, of engineering of, of some sort, and you know, they they didn't fire him for mm-hmm. saying this. They they rewarded him. So in
4: that context, I say that if if Congress, uh, uh, you know, Jim Jordan and all those that are trying to do and are doing great work in the weaponization hearings, right, if they don't consider that they're being exploited for their lack of knowledge as to the technology and how left wing bias is probably the most dangerous thing societally uh, uh, with AI technology. All of the programs from surveillance. To election manipulative tools they know they can go and sway votes uh, and if you have a bunch of left-wing Marxists that are sitting there coding the, the language learning models what do you get and how dangerous is that in our society do you
1: agree with that the, let me shock you with another one of our studies Please. We did. before the first Republican presidential debate we went on went on Google and the other search engines as well, like Bing and DuckDuckGo and, and Tusk, and we just asked three three questions, or just three terms: presidential, uh, Republican presidential campaign websites, Democrat presidential campaign websites, and and candidates. Guess what? When we went on Google and asked for Democrat presidential campaign websites, Joe Biden was was the first listed search result his campaign website. Three or four other Democrats also showed up, including, oddly enough, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, uh, and and then also Marianne Williamson. But Biden's greatest threat then for securing the nomination was RFK. Mm. Google did not produce any kind of search result for RFK. Can you imagine? Yeah. But Mm. let me just remind you, Mm. Joe Biden's campaign website was the first search result when searching for Democrat presidential campaign websites. Mm -hmm. Now, we did the search for Republican presidential campaign websites. Only two search results showed up. Marianne Williamson again. And Will Hurd, who was scoring at zero percent in the polls. Ah. Google did not produce any search results for Donald Trump's campaign website, for Ron DeSantis' website, for Nikki Haley's website, for Vivek Ramaswamy, nobody else's. Before every single Republican presidential debate, we've done the same search with the exact same results. Joe Biden's always the top for Democrats. The only the only <laughs> sites that show up when searching for Republican websites is a Democrat. Marianne Williamson, and then Will Hurd, who was always scoring at 0%, and even after he pulled out, he's the only Republican whose website was produced. That's when you do it on Google. Bing, DuckDuckGo, and Tusk, you always got all the websites in pretty similar rank order. Google stands apart for its election interference. We've seen it time and time again with other kind of searches that we do. Google uh, has been estimated to sway anywhere from six. To eight million votes for for Joe Biden in the last presidential campaign website uh, election, based on how it manip- manipulates search results, uh, its news feed, twenty times more liberal sites are produced uh, than conservative sites in its news feed. Yeah, and it gets even worse. I'm I'm sorry, Pete. Let me just say this. For particular issues like if you, in the Google news feed, zero percent of conservative websites appeared with when people look for Trump. Everything that Google produced about Trump was negative. Mm. Uh, same when searching for election issues like election integrity. One hundred percent of the websites were left of center, liberal, zero percent conservative, and with Joe Biden again. In the Google Newsfeed, zero percent of websites were from the right. Everything was from the left. This is how Google manipulates search results. You know, that they, they are out to kill us. they're out to destroy America that we've known. But yes. Barack Obama yes. promised us that he was going to fundamentally transform America. That meant he wanted to change the very fundamentals of America and Google was the biggest ally then they continue to be the biggest ally big tech is all in you know to change our society to change america and that that's the bill of rights all 10 of our first amendment right uh, first 10 amendments to the constitution every single one of them the left has tried to overturn
4: you know um Again, let me restate what I what I said, and and, and it's always received, like, oh, my goodness, you know, we're, we're making great progress in the weaponization hearings. Again, let's identify that Congress must acknowledge that there's a lot that they don't know about the agenda, the p- experts that are put in front of them. Obviously, they're going to react to you know, the Southern Property Law Center saying, this domestic violent extremism needs to be dealt with. You need to spend billions. Please hand it to the FBI. You know and they're treated as a cash register when in fact they don't know that the Southern Poverty Law Center was actively involved in creating the domestic violent extremism that they're trying to solve they don't even know this they're a non-governmental organization so in this regard Dr. Robert Epstein is a he's a Democrat He understands how dangerous the very subtle manipulations on the Internet can sway millions of votes. Why is he not sitting next to the open AI CEO that's talking about Armageddon? I'm going to use a blender analogy real quick, right? There's, There's a blender. And it's producing a magic potion that the whole world will be consuming. Maybe it makes you, you know, makes you smarter, which it will. AI will ultimately revolutionize, just like the invention of the Internet itself and search engines. You've got the world's largest library with the book scattered all over the floor. So there's this magic potion. Uh, that it's potentially very dangerous, that if it's, you know, if it's, uh, you can overdose, you can consume too much, it's really, really bad, we need to regulate it. Well, if Congress is not told that if you have one side controlling all of the ingredients in that thing, and you don't have a balance of two entities, left and right, pouring into this thing and then controlling the overall consumption of that stuff, that, that you have a one-sided set of ingredients that favors the left-wing Marxist agenda. And Congress just isn't prepared. And therefore, they become a tool and a weapon of these leftists,
1: uh, in, the, in the technocrats. Yes? Well, Pete, I'm going to make your point. I'm probably going to give you information you don't know. Mm-hmm. Today there were two hearings in Congress on artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. One was the Weaponization Committee, where I thought the Republicans, by and large, did a pretty good job. Did they? Mm -hmm. The other was in the Science Committee. Mm -hmm. The Science Committee had representatives from our science agencies in government, like the National Science Foundation and Oak Ridge, you know, the lab, one of the labs connected to our. National intelligence system, right? You know, the, sort of what these think tanks and others. Mm-hmm. I saw the, they're referred to as overview questions, actually produced by the committee, the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I saw them, the questions the night before, and it was so obvious to me, and it was confirmed by a staffer for one of these Republican members, that those questions were actually drafted by the National Science Foundation and these other federal agencies the Republicans in Congress seated that authority to create questions in an oversight hearing, yeah. seated that to the people were supposed to uh, to have oversight over. Yes. So the questions were in the nature of how much more money can we give you so that you can do an even better job? Please tell us all the wonderful things you're doing. That was the nature of these questions in the Republicans. Yes. My, my team monitored both hearings, so I'm probably... Uh, more optimistic about the weaponization committee than you are, maybe in part because I was comparing and contrasting. Mm. In the science committee, the Republican members were fawning all over this administration's AI programs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the end that the Daryl Issa, congressman from California. I like The weaponization ISA. committee to go to the science committee on which he sits, and he ripped into these, these a- agencies Amen. like NSF and others. But he was the only one, the only Republican, of course, the Democrats were there phrasing the National Science Foundation and the others, too, Mm. using artificial intelligence to silence conservatives.
4: Yes. So then, sir, um, and I wasn't able to fully articulate it to to get, you know, consensus, right, Uh, that if Congress uh, and, yes, we need them uh, to study. Uh, in their weaponization hearings, the weaponization of government against the American people. But I believe that they must also consider that these predators are exploiting their lack of knowledge as to, as to what's really going on. And if they don't do that, then they're not going to fully consider how the NSF is manipulating them into getting oh. the money they need. Right. I, I,
1: I couldn't agree more uh when when this whole artificial intelligence thing started to per, percolate, mm-hmm. I realized this is a real issue. I I got interested in it It was a year and a half ago. Uh, the transportation committee in the House is going to have a hearing on autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. Now I have concerns about autonomous vehicles um, for 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 their their potential impact on democracy. I'm not going to get into that this now, but there was there's an excellent book. Uh, written um, uh, maybe three years ago now called Why We Drive. Mm. It gets into the philosophy of driving, Mm. why uh, why self-driving vehicles could actually be detrimental to democracy. So I attended this hearing. I was shocked. The Republicans had taken over, so I'm thinking that this is going to be a more interesting hearing. The Republicans had the exact same witnesses who testified two years earlier when the Democrats ran the committee, it's the same left-wing groups promising that, you know, you, they, while they needed to capture every imaginable data point, private data point, and over our lives, that they would not sell that data to others. But I'm, i I wanted to scream from the housetops. It doesn't matter if they sell that data mm. if they're using that data against us. Yes. Why is any exactly. member of Congress saying? hey, that's well and good that you're not going to sell all of Dan Schneider's private data, but why are you going to use his own data against him to rob him of his rights? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm so happy Uh. that the Weaponization Committee is is recognizing that our freedoms and liberties are at stake. So I'm thrilled with how that's happened, but most members of Congress do not understand this. I know Josh Hawley is, is understanding it, Ted Cruz is understanding it, Mike Lee is understanding it, but there are very few who do.
4: I'm going to say this and I'm not sucking up to you Dan, you are the most knowledgeable person and looking at this article and the work that MRC Free Speech America has done uh, on the most important topic of our lifetime, really. We have an important moment here where we can just as if we were like with election integrity issues. It's this simple folks. If we have a system that's open, honest, transparent, you have a Democrat and a Republican, we're looking at the hanging chad. No, we won't go there. We're looking at the ballot, right? And, And both parties and both sides are actively involved in the ingredients that are going into this thing. Open, transparent, and guess what? Revolutionary technology will come about, but we have to do it responsibly. You know, when the when the automobile was invented, there was a transitional period. We went from horse and buggy. Where did all the horses go, by the way? There was a period where we transitioned away from horse and buggy and we went to the automobile. They didn't do it all overnight. We didn't see a bunch of dead horses in the streets of New York, right? I mean, we transitioned out gradually and it revolutionized transportation. Uh, we're doing things so abruptly, uh, but without the transparency that we need as to the d- the dangers of what's going on when you're not transparent, when you're controlling the algorithms,
1: right? Do you agree? Your work is so important. Pete, you're again 100% right. Mm-hmm. Of course, right means that you agree with me. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Artificial intelligence, I think the most important thing we can do to prevent these big tech firms from abusing us mm-hmm. is to ensure that the source code mm-hmm. is open. Again, Google, I just have to go back to Google. Google is doing everything it can with this administration to keep the source code secret mm-hmm. because they do not want anybody looking into their black box of, of dark arts and mm-hmm. how they're working. Now, Facebook, I've seen real improvements over at Facebook and they're actually advocating for, for source code to be open so that, and transparent. Hmm. That's how we can best ensure our rights are not abused by these big tech monsters. Wow.
4: This is um, uh, this article titled, we're going to provide the link. This is actually going to be going, it's going to be a constant um, uh, reference source for me to make my point because of, as I said, an octopus with tentacles just deeply enmeshed in every single aspect of our lives, every single sacred institution that's been co-opted really without our knowledge, breaking report, how the Biden administration pushed German censorship to American teachers. I'm going to make you laugh on this one point. I told my granddaughter one thing, um, she's, um, you know, uh, early teens. And I said, I'm going to set money aside, you know, um, where nor- people normally set money aside for their education of their, you know, their their youngsters. I'm going to literally set money aside and pay you to not go into the communist indoctrination camp known as a university system. She wants to be an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. I really believe that uh, uh, that that if she recognizes that she enters into that university system, that it has been, it's been co-opted and, and it's just an indoctrination camp. Uh, that we're now fully recognizing that the university system has been, our education system has been co-opted. Uh, so this is an important topic. We've got outside foreign influence on our education system from the Chinese, the Germans, the Soviets. The, I mean, it's we're immersed. We're being attacked uh, from multiple sides, sir. And I appreciate the work that MRC is doing in this regard. And can you please come back on as this, this is not going away. This. Sadly,
1: no. No, no. I, I am seeing the battle lines being better defined and getting closer. Like every day, I am feeling it. Uh, this this administration, big tech, the big the the hard left, they are as we get close to this election. They are going to deploy their technologies more aggressively to keep us silent.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, let everybody know how they, uh, in addition to clicking the link down below to this article, my audience is going to be hearing about this article and the work that's contained in this article. Very, very well researched. How do they stay in touch with you?
1: Well, um, you, you can always go to mrc.org. Uh, our Free Speech America website is being fleshed out right now. Mm. Uh, but the main publication of the MRC is called Newsbusters. So you can go to newsbusters.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh where we've got lots of great work being done on both sides so you know, here at MRC we have sort of the legacy media where we're where uh, and that's headed up by another division head and I head up the the big tech side mm-hmm. and free speech side so uh, but mrc.org is sort of the mothership where you can you know find out all the other information you need to about it. you know, I
4: was going to mention his name and his organization but I'm not going to because he's done such great work. I'm going to connect you to somebody that's deeply, deeply entrenched and trying to help out and um, consult with the right people uh, that are running the weaponization hearing. He's that right person that, that, that gives them the, the advice and the knowledge that they need in order to do an efficient job. And I'm going to connect you to him. There's great people that are doing great work right now, and I include uh, uh, you in that category. Thank you for taking so much time. I took up a lot of your time. Thank you so uh, so much, and I hope you thought I did a pretty good job uh I, with the topic. I told you I felt
1: I felt left out that I hadn't been on your show <laughs> before. i will bring you like back I've on as it.
4: as this <laughs> thing evolves and it certainly will and it's gonna happen at a rapid pace, uh I'd like to bring you back on uh if you're willing to accept. Anytime. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh and he's gonna join me uh team. uh, to me, uh to me. There we are. Great Fantastic. interview. Great article. I had a great well, conversation with him. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Getting all kinds of thumbs that.
5: up and kudos if you liked that yeah. interview
4: hit and that you that would like up. to see
5: more of that, hit that thumbs up button so other people can see it too.
4: You're so nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very nice way to say it. I know. I love people. Yes. I love
5: people and I think people do their best. So hit that, hit that thumbs up button, everybody. Well, wow, Pete, what a fantastic interview!
4: It is. We yeah. have uh, just a matter of moments here, and I've got a couple of uh, clips that I want to share with you. One of which was produced by Ramble Rants from the Dilly Meme Team.
5: I love him,
3: uh, and uh,
4: probably
5: on that team, one of my favorite. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know that I have. He, I follow him. He follows me, mm-hmm. uh, so that I can keep up with wh- the work that he's doing. In the meme categories, and let me tell you, over the top, talented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you know uh, we can't, you know, we can't air uh, some some just a little bit of it. We'll air anything. But um, we are we have decided that we are going to give people the opportunity to be adults, and we will give you a warning that there may be profanity or. You know, something that make make you go, ugh. you know, but it is such intertwined in that is the biggest messages of all. Ramble Rants uh, over on X. Follow him. One hundred percent. They have a whole team. He they collaborate on on these memes. And I'm telling you, they it's the it's the new way to campaign
7: we've been told again and again that we cannot vote for the man that did more for the black community than any other president look a black man dares speak out in support of donald trump a democrat is always there to call that man and uncle tom a house negro or even worse we've been used by the democrats For decades, we've supported the party of slavery and Jim Crow, supported the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Broken promises and broken homes, our families demolished, our communities destroyed, and yet we continue to vote for the Democrats. They've convinced us they are only friends when their actions speak the truth for all to see. They act surprised that we're unsatisfied. Well, we can never be satisfied as we're taken for granted, counted on for votes, and then cast aside with those who come to this country illegally. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their freedoms and locked away for minor offenses, or the president's own son, having committed a litany of high crimes and perversions, walks free without a care, while our own president dares to tell us we ain't black if we don't get in line behind him. The hypocrisy of the Democratic Party knows no bounds. No, we are not satisfied, and we will never be satisfied until those who oppress us, while they claim to be our friends, are stripped of their powers and brought to full justice under God, until our cities and along are no longer overrun with migrants and crime, until God, family, and country are once again the strength of our nation. Today, we are governed by those who have cast aside both God and reason, where every form of degeneracy is not only tolerated but celebrated. Enough voting for Democrats who claim they care about us but enact the very policies that push us down and keep us there. Enough of these frauds and liars who claim to be against racism yet believe an individual's race is their defining quality. Once we say enough from every mountainside, let freedom ring. We recognize that Donald J. Trump kept the promises he made to all Americans and we will vote for Donald Trump as our president, and we will fight beside him to make America great again. We will not allow the American dream to die, and as we unite under the banner of President Trump and America first, let there be no doubt that yes, as the man always says, the best is yet to come.
3: Told again and
5: again that we can't. Mm. So, someone said this is AI. I guess.
4: I'll tell you what. It's um. It can be used for good too. Don't. Pretty good. Um, you say?
5: I would say that the Dilly Meme Team mm. and uh, Ramble Rants, uh, especially, have. Uh, they have got. The, I mean, it's unbelievable when you watch uh, some of their videos from just six months ago. Oh, yeah. Their memes from six months ago. Absolutely. Up to today. I mean, they got in there, they learned it, and they use it for good. I'm all about it. Right? Very powerful, says Patriot Jax, right? Because, um, and, and it is very powerful, Pete, you know? It's the Marines, baby. <laughs> Is that great? Yeah, it is
4: great. Uh, here's uh,
5: why uh, does my camera keep doing
4: that? What is it doing?
5: Oh, well, now it's all zoomed.
4: Is your camera drooping? Mm-hmm. No. Check this have, out. We have a couple more minutes. On that are I got a couple more clips to share with you. You ready? Here's one. Ricky yeah. Gervais. Here he is.
8: Hello, and welcome to the 77th annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel This is a blast in from the Angeles. past. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, you'll, you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um,
5: Remember when Gervais
8: don't care either did this? this time. So, it, I mean, was was fired it was shocking. It was shocking. Because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just yes, jokes. Yes, two years ago. We're all going to die soon. And, and there's just... no sequel. So, he just
5: let them have. Look at
8: them all bracing. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> um, but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, <laughs> no. Shush. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? <laughs> that must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So. Lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look at this table alone. Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Do I have um, a monitor up here, Pete? I love you, man, Why? don't have me whacked. A But tonight isn't just about the people in front of camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. (laughs) He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, Two popes, (laughs) shut up, shut up. I don't care, I don't care. Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories. Um, Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So, we were gonna do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no, (laughs) it was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So maybe next year, Let's, let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win, everything, Good night." But no, no, we got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer and it's still more fun than this, okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Ah! <laughs> it was great. You had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right, but m- seriously, most films are awful, lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. <laughs> All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. Have we got, a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. No point. We know we would win that. Um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? (laughs) Tiny. (laughs) Right. The Irishman was amazing. It was amazing. Um, It was. My my. it was great.
4: Can't tell these same jokes today, isn't that yeah. sad? Long,
8: This was just two amazing. years ago, um, It wasn't he the only really epic movie. really couldn't tell once them then, the time in and he did anyway. Three hours long. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. <laughs> so,
5: I love that line.
8: Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate. You know, you're nearly 50, son. Um, the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. (laughs) He was also in the movie Cats, but no one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, right? But Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she, I can't do this next joke. Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her own minge.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <coughs> furble, furble. She's old school. Um, it's the last time, who cares?
4: It's the last time, yeah. Oh. Uh.
8: Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. Oh! So- well, you say you won't, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So if you win,
4: right? What did, uh, what did somebody say? Pete? Are you getting lazy? How so? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm freaking busting my hump around the clock.
3: Yeah.
5: yeah.
4: How am I lazy?
5: Okay. So the point of showing this Uh is, remember this happened two years ago, right at the height of cancel culture.
4: Oh, yeah. Of
5: of Hollywood pushing the vax, of Hollywood uh, Jeffrey Epstein. just killed himself right
4: yeah
5: and and pedo gate q by the way political strife listen when he i watched this the other day and the reason i put it back in notion is if for you to play for everybody again Mm. is a reminder that there are people out there that are sane and and that they will call themselves out and the problem with it was, was to...
4: We have seconds here.
5: Was to them, it wasn't really all that
4: funny. Mm-mm. Uh, because it was true. I have a parental advisory here. One more clip I want to share with you that I have, I've had on the board for the past couple of days. Um, if you have children, plug your ears, turn the volume down, look away, push pause. Pete has played it a few times. Which one? What have I played a few times?
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Parental advisory. Now this is the first time I played this one. Here it is, ready.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: September 11th, 2001
2: and January 6th, 2021.
9: Nope flash nobody gives a fuck about it we all admit that shit was pretty dumb but that's about it when we saw Uh the news we were shocked and we were kind of tense like damn then we forgot about it by the 10th nobody's walking around stressing over jan 6 it happened and that was it we haven't gave a damn since it's all good when riots are kept in the hood but now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods now it's a big deal now it gets real now it's important to us not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized not then, but right now, because it happened to the suit and ties. Huh. That shit's way above my head. We were fucking shit up all year with demonstrations that left dozens dead. But people like Nancy didn't flinch. In fact, they loved it then. People will do what they do. Bitch, ain't that what you said? Yep. There's literally compilation videos of you and all your colleagues inciting this kind of crap. So it's very fascinating to watch you swallow your words. You put your own foot in your mouth, and now you're forced to dial it back. Mm-hmm. It's fine when you encourage it in my town, in his town, in her town, when the whole fucking city's being burned down, you smile as you get the green light for mobs to rob shit. But as soon as it comes close to you, then it's a problem. Got it.
5: September 11th.
4: <laughs> Isn't that right? fucking great? Yeah. Wasn't that great? Yes. I mean, some profanity there, but it was so appropriately placed. I, Don't you agree? I
5: saw this mm. and I'm listening to this yeah. and I'm like, mm. my gosh, Yeah. what? I mean, what truth there is. I just
4: found a couple of uh, Democrat voters. Here they are. You ready? Yeah. These are men pretending to be dogs absolute insanity uh be sure to tune in uh this afternoon okay that's
5: where we're going yeah that's Uh, where we're going we're already there we're already there and
4: guess what market ultra a success of epic proportions guess what Yesterday, over 33,000 viewers on Market Ultra. People are loving that show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's exclusively on LFA TV, featured on Rumble. Uh, Be sure to uh, subscribe to LFA TV. Now, how many times do I promote other network channels? That's not an other network channel. We're part of it, and it's all becoming a great thing thanks to your support. Amen. So... So please uh, get over to LFA TV for Market Ultra, and we're going to close out our show uh, with this in mind. Be sure, uh, support our sponsors, support us over at Locals, uh, supp- support us. Just uh, do, do a favor, send duffel bags full of cash. Um, <laughs> do whatever you can. We're in the fight of our lives, ladies and gentlemen, and we will win this fight with your help, with your support, and... Off we go. We'll see you guys at four o'clock on LFA TV. Without further ado, here's a little ditty uh that we put together for our market ultra program. Here it is.
6: jobs in every profession how will we be, was the daily question what are all the lessons of the great
3: depression america was poor in What's the depression millions without jobs in
6: every profession oh, how we eat? was a daily question what are all the lessons of the great depression before the great depression everything seemed great it was the born- People like to celebrate a lot of food on the plate, and there was money to make. Factories were selling automobiles like hotcakes, not to mention household appliances and radios. Flashy things, the economy was based on those. But the problem was that if times got tough, people weren't going to buy and all that stuff, and if you can't buy what you usually do, then the people who sell those things lose their jobs too, and then they can't buy, it's like a domino effect, so they were hidden dangers, so only things seemed perfect. America was poor in the Great Depression, millions without jobs in every profession. How will we eat? Was it? Daily question, what are all the lessons of the Great Depression? For the Great Depression, people thought they had luck. Thinking of ways, they could make a quick buck. They'd buy a stock and sell it for more than they bought it for. Sure to make a profit, long as the stock would soar. Seemed like such a great idea, everybody wanted in. Even with no the money, they started borrowing. They'd ask the bank for a loan to buy the stock, but could not pay it back when the stock would drop. Lots of people got in debt and had to sell all their shares. When some start selling, everyone gets scared. Aired. Millions rushed to sell their stocks in a mass. In the fall of 29, the stock market crashed. America was poor in the Great Depression. Millions without jobs in every profession. How we eat? was a daily question. What are all the lessons
10: of the Great Depression? October 24th, 1929. Black Thursday, one of the country's darkest times. The market did crash. Stocks began to tumble. Many Americans faced financial trouble. Their savings washed away in a matter of days left with debt, with no money to pay. And our government, no, they didn't want to panic. They knew there was a problem, but didn't understand it. President Hoover tried to think of answers. He wanted to improve spending. What were the chances? Businesses closed, and banks dried
6: up like wells. But Hoover thought things would take care of themselves. America was poor in the Great Depression. Millions without jobs in every profession. How will we eat was a daily question. What are all the lessons of the Great Depression?
2: Millions of
10: people were poverty stricken, living within wood shacks in poor condition. These makeshift camps sprouted up all around. Hoovervilles they and called these towns. A couple years passed. It was 1932. The presidential race began to ask who could lift this country up from its depression. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, no question, made the first and second new deal, government projects, building the bridges of steel with the works, progress, administration, The World War II brought jobs to the nation. America was poor in the Great Depression.
6: Millions without jobs in every profession. How will we was a daily question? What are all the lessons of the Great Depression? America was poor in the Great Depression. Millions without jobs in every profession. How will we was a daily question? What are all the lessons? of the great depression